Hey y'all, welcome to Dear Dairy the Podcast, a space I created for us to heal, feel, laugh, and grow together. I want this to be a safe space to figure out this thing called life together. So join me on this journey. Your host, Daria Grace. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Dear Daria the Podcast. I'm your host, Daria, and thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Y'all already know what it is. This week is my birthday week. Okay, I'm turning 25. <laughs> like, ooh, quarter life crisis. Like, it feels unreal that I'm about to be 25 because I feel like I haven't aged <laughs> since 2021 or 2020. So, woo, it's kind of hitting me. It's very weird. I don't know. I, I feel like it's not really going to change anything. People, when people talk about 25, they make it feel like so serious and they make it feel like I'm 50 years old. So I know that's what other people perceive it, but it's kind of scary because it's kind of like, can you relax? I'm still figuring it out. 25, it's your 20s. It's still that time to mess up and get back up, mess up and get back up. So I don't know. I'm happy to turn 25. I'm excited uh, what I have planned. I am, I scheduled me a spa day. And I thought it was important this year for me to be on my birthday. I took off from work because last year, I had a horrible birthday because I was at work. People were just, it was just horrible. And I didn't even get to enjoy even coming home because, you know, I went to dinner and I was still just worried about work. So I decided to take off and I scheduled myself a spa day and I am doing it alone. I'm excited to go to the spa alone and just zen out. I'm getting me a deep tissue massage. And then me and my boyfriend are going to go to dinner and things later. And I have a, a weekend of shenanigans planned. But I just love that I'm taking that time out for myself. And I'm putting myself first. And I'm, like, excited to go to a – it's a Korean spa. So you have to be naked a lot. <laughs> so it's going to be funny. But I'm excited for – I guess I'm excited just to see – what this year brings me in turning 25, although it seems kind of scary, I'm just going to keep living my life and figuring things out. So yeah, but like y'all can see, I'm doing 25 things I've learned by 25. I did a similar video to this last year, but um, I learned a lot in 2023. So some things are definitely going to be different than last year because I really felt and went through things and kind of learned a lot of lessons this year. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the me, me, me. Alrighty, so let's get into the me, me, me. For those who don't know, it's where I share my favorite song, album, audiobook, something that I'm listening to this week. Then I share a quote or affirmation, and then I end with like a goal, something that I'm focusing on for the week. So for the song, I chose Love Sick by Mariah the Scientist. I really love her. She really... She's one of the artists that I love that she really can make a whole album feel, you can feel so many different moods in one album. And I just love her voice. She's amazing. The quote is, finally, she chose herself. When I saw this quote, it really hit me in like the chest because it's like, whoa, that's so powerful because it's kind of like she chose herself. I choose me. Like, it doesn't matter who doesn't choose me. It doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't matter. But I choose myself every day. I wake up and say, hey. I want to be a better person than I was yesterday or hey, you know, it's okay. Give yourself rest. It's okay. Give yourself grace. Like I choose myself. Lastly, we are focusing on, so you guys know that I started the 75 soft challenge. So it is so hard to like, you're supposed to eat clean majority of the time, but I'm a sweet, I love sweets. Like I'm low key a sweet addict because like I always want to give me something sweet. 
afterwards. And so I'm working on how can I better treat that and not restrict because then when you get into restricting, it becomes a thing. So I'm just trying to figure out some snacks or some ways for me to actually get that sweet tooth handled and continue to eat well. Because let's be honest, my mama jeans are got me in a chokehold. Like no matter what I do, the thickness is not going to go away. Like I keep getting thicker, like in the hips, in the butt, like I keep getting thicker and it's kind of like, I'm not complaining, but it's kind of like, okay, girl, relax. We don't need to go. I'm okay. I don't need to get any thicker than this. You know, I'm okay with this right now. So maybe it has to do with my eating choices. I don't know, but I know majority of it is jeans because I'm, I'm pretty healthy and I eat pretty well majority of the time and I work out. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty content, you know, I just, she's getting thicker every day. It feels like, but that is some me, me, me. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. So I actually reviewed last year's episode and, you know, when I was making this episode, I was like, okay, what is different? You know, what some new things that I've learned? And to be honest, a lot of them, you know, correlate are kind of similar. So like a lot of the things that I learned, you know, that for me turning 24, um, actually came into play this year, you know, um, and I have more to elaborate about the 2025 things I've learned are kind of like on a different viewpoint of it because I feel like this year was just so it just drastic like the beginning of the year to now is just so different when I think about it I'm just like where did the time go like the mental from physical to emotional to friends family everything has shifted for me and something's positive some things not so positive but um ultimately all these things have helped me become the person I am now. Um, ultimately, 2023 was a really good year for me in some things and some things I'm kind of like, okay, let's do better this year. Like I can be better with money. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I'm honest with myself about. And that's something that I want to work on. But you know, that's a lesson that I'm learning. And you know, when you grow up and you're not really financially literate, even, you know, learning from your family, it's something that you have to teach yourself. And so that's something that I'm working on and not being super hard on myself about. But yeah, I say 2023, I, I made a lot of laughs, fun, friendships, you know, I haven't made as many friendships, but I mean, I got to hang out with friends that I already have and, you know, kind of rekindling some friendships that I had in the past. So I say that, you know, this was very much a year of growth for me, a very much year that it's kind of like, yeah, my frontal lobe is definitely almost mature because I'm kind of like, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I see this so clearly or, Ooh, I would have never thought this was quote unquote dumb or before, but now I'm kind of looking at you like, or looking at myself like, girl, what? You was doing what back then? Or you did what? So it's kind of like when I look at my past self, I'm like, you used to do a lot, but I never regret. I don't regret anything because again, everything is a lesson. Okay, so let's go ahead and just jump into the list because it's a very long list. This is going to be a two-part episode because I cannot get everything into this one or we're going to be here all day. Okay, so the first one is friendships come and go. And that's something very hard for me. They, You also can say a reason and a season for everyone. You know, they come and go out of your life. Some people come back, some people never do. But, you know, I have to remember that it's no hard feelings. I think it's natural now I feel like I really can understand that 
it's really natural to grow apart from people, even though it really hurts. I'm a very emotional person and it really hurts, but that doesn't mean that the love you guys have for each other is any less. It just means that you may be in two different parts in your life or, you know, you have different things or different interests than you used to have. So I wish, you know, in a perfect world, you would wish that you would never have to grow apart from, from some of your friends and other things. You know, there's some people that you need to let go of. There's some people that you need to remove from your life, but I think it hurts worse when the person that, you know, kind of not in your life anymore, nothing happened. It kind of just, you just kind of drifted apart. And I think that hurts worse than having to remove somebody from your life for a certain reason. You know, that person really can be all that you need sometimes. But like, for example, you know, even with the relationship, my, my husband, my boyfriend, love him and everything. It's just more of that. I feel like some people feel like, oh my gosh, I need just my man, my man, my man, and you don't need anybody else. I'm not like that. I am a community type of girly. I feel like community is very important to me. I feel like, you know, you have your friendships, you have your man, you have your partner, whatever. It's more of like, I think there's to be more than one person in your life. That's just me because then when you start to isolate, what happens when that person's not there? What happens? And you have to continue to live your life. And I, I'm even though alone time is important, you have to be comfortable with being alone. And that's coming for someone who has really struggled with it. And I learned a lot, you know, like you have to be alone. If you can't be comfortable with yourself, it's a problem. Um, I don't want to go too deep into all of these because we're going to be here all day. But be okay with being alone. Be okay with doing things alone. Take yourself on dates. Practice. You know, practice makes perfect. The next one is, I think we're on number three. I'm going to lose count. So forgive me. It's okay to be bored. You know, we think of boredom as, oh, I got to find something to do. I need to be ripping and running. No. I think boredom is a sign that you're at peace. You know, if that makes sense. Like, it's okay to not feel like stressed out all the time. It's okay to not have cortisone going through your cortisol, whatever, going through your body all day. It's okay to relax, be just present, and it's okay to be bored. Like, it was, it was hard for me because I'm like, oh, it was bored. Who got a call? Who can I call? Where can I go? Where I'm trying to rip and run down the streets. And it's kind of like, girl, just relax. Just sit at home, read a book. Read a book. I didn't put that on the list. But read a book, get into books. Oh, they're just amazing. Get into a book. The next one is you will bloom if you take the time to water yourself. And I think that's really self-explanatory. Basically, just self-care is important. Putting yourself first is important. What are, the, what are things will allow you to bloom and glow up? I don't using the word glow up, you know what I mean? Just better yourself, better your appearance, you know, better yourself internally better yourself mentally, better your soul. Like what are the things that you're doing on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, weekly basis, or whatever to water yourself? Because I feel like we put so much time and energy to everybody else, what everybody else wants from you, what everybody else needs, but what about yourself? And that's coming from a recovering people pleaser. I feel like people pleasing is something that I always will deal with, but I'm getting better at it. So, okay. So, um, I do want to add to that one. It's so hard coming from someone who's experienced it. Try not to lose yourself in your relationship. And this goes with watering yourself, like losing yourself in a relationship. It's sometimes hard to find yourself afterwards. Um, I'm, you know, I'm better now been together for like two and a half years, but at the beginning, I felt like it was all about him. Like I made my, I made myself just, I was obsessed Let's be honest, you know, you go into this obsessive, I am like that. I was obsessed and I wanted to just really live in his skin. But it's kind of like, girl, what about the things you were doing? I was working out and I let a lot of things go at the beginning of my relationship. And then I had to like relearn those things and tell myself, hey, get it together. 
Like he's going to be there when you get home. So that's something I had to learn. And I do want to emphasize that to either I'm not a mother, but also moms, if you're watching this, you know, take that time for yourself because you don't want to lose yourself because once you do, it is so hard to find yourself again. Like it feels like almost impossible. And again, I'm not a mom, so I don't know what it feels like, but just from listening to other people and hearing other people's stories and things, I think it's just really important to take that time and water yourself because if not, you're going to whittle away and I'm not going to say die, but a plant, you know, how if you don't water it, it's not going to keep growing. So, okay. So the next one is learn how to use the word no often. No, 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 no. That needs to be your favorite word. And I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself because it's so hard to say no. Like, it seems sometimes impossible to say no. And coming from somebody who's super outspoken and I say my, I say my, my mind, like I'm going to, I'm going to let you know, saying no when I don't want to do something becomes such a hard task for me. I feel like I have to explain myself. I feel like I have to have a reason why I don't want to go. I feel like I have to be like, no, because X, Y, Z. It's really hard. Um, I will give myself a little pat on the back that I'm saying no more often, even though I still feel like I have to give an explanation. At least I'm saying no. I, cause there's, for example, um, there's a concert that, you know, I was invited to and it looks really fun, you know, but ultimately did I want to spend my day that I have already planned my content day rushing and trying to rush through things just to go to something that I don't actually necessarily really want to go to? No. So I said no, and it felt so good because I don't regret my decision. So no, 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 no. Use it often. The next one is. It does not matter how other people perceive you. You're the only one who needs to love yourself or like yourself. Like the fear of perception is real. And this is something I've actually dealt with and continue to deal with. I continue to deal with this in my content creation journey, even posting my podcast because, you know, there's so many opinions and sometimes you're just like, oh, I don't know how to even think or what to even do. But when you just kind of stop being perceived or trying to find ways to like just kind of like ignore others and not want the validation or seek validation from others, coming from, from somebody who unintentionally was wanting validation from others. Like I didn't know mentally that I was posting or doing certain things because I wanted validation. And then if my post didn't get a like or didn't get do the way that I wanted it to go, then I'm sad. No. I refuse to do that. If I like the video, even if it's considered quote unquote cringy or whatever, I'm going to post it because I'm me. I don't really care what anyone thinks because ultimately you're the only one who has to like what you're doing. No one else has to like it. Okay. So we're on number seven now and slow down. Slowing down is actually vital because it's kind of like we kind of spend every day worrying about what's next or what we got to do now or you know, we need to slow down. Like one day I was talking to myself because, you know, you think in things like that. And I was like, why am I rushing in the shower? You know, like when you're in the shower, you're just trying to, you just unintentionally rush. Like, why are we rushing doing little simple things, daily things when we have nothing to do afterwards? Like, why am I rushing to get done with the shower? Like, why not take the time to actually exfoliate what I do those things anyways but the fact that I feel like I'm on a timeline or something like oh you gotta get out of the shower it's weird I don't know like when you unintentionally put on lotion after your shower and you're like you're like <laughs> like rushing to put this lotion on it's kind of like can you just breathe you know so I'm working on that even me talking I tend to talk 
really fast and I have to always try to stop myself from doing so. Slowing down also just means stay present. Like we worry too much. I personally worry too much and live in the future. Those things are not here yet. So why not enjoy what I have now? And though we're going to be working for things in the future, but to stress about things that are not even like, why am I stressing about the future? Quote unquote anxiety, because she lives very much inside of me. Anxiety does, but um, that's something I'm working with because I feel like I would have less anxiety if I were to just stay present, slow down, romanticize my life, just really just kind of just be. So the next one is your only competition with yourself. Like you are your biggest, in it, like, uh, how can I explain it? You are the only one that you're in competition with. There's no one else. Like, there's no reason to feel like you're in competition with others because you don't know what other people are going through. Talking to myself, um, it becomes so easy to compare with social media. It feels like, like it's so easy because you see what she's doing. You see what they're doing. You're kind of like, mm, should I be doing this? Or, oh, should I have this already? And oh, I'm working on it therapy um because you never know what other people are doing like i just started watching the show called financial audits watch it oh my gosh to see that some people are literally going into credit card debt just as you know keep up with the joneses just to you know show a lifestyle that they do not actually have it's crazy to me so when you put it in perspective yes some people they got that money they really live in a lifestyle that they're showing but some people aren't so for you to want something that they're doing just and they're going into debt really it's a perspective with me you know like I'm gonna have time to travel I'm gonna have time to do things that I want to do but at my own timeline and at my own pace so being being competition with yourself like don't think about what other people are doing being competition with you you are against you okay so the next one is start the hobby I've talked about this all the time and I continue to talk about it because I am a serial hobbyist, however you want to say it. I'm always trying to find something else to do, something to keep myself, you know, occupied or just find something to do, stay, ways to be creative. Um, start the hobby because I feel like we work our nine to five or whatever job we do. It could even be a business that you start. But what time do you have for yourself? What time do you put apart for things that you enjoy? What are some things that you do that you don't monetize? Like they feel like, oh, just because I love to sew, oh, now I got to start a sewing business. No, because I feel like you get burned out. If you choose to do so, cool. But I don't think that every hobby that you do needs to be something that you sell because ultimately you're not going to love it anymore. If I love, love, love to cook and then I start a catering business, it takes out the joy. It takes out the fun. It takes out the like, oh, I want to cook because I'm cooking all day, every day, five days a week. I think it's important to have that hobby. Number 10, and this may not be something that everybody agrees with, but I believe you need color in your life. Bring color in your life. Those beige people are people who just like black and white. That's all you see. I don't understand. I don't know because if I was to walk through my house and just see black and white, I would go crazy. I literally feel like I'm in a, I don't even know, a fucking hospital or something. I just feel like it's important to have color. I feel like it doesn't matter. It can be plants. Put some greenery in your home. Like, it don't even mean like, oh, I got to go all wild out. Like me, like everything in my house is green. My wall is green, everything green. I paint the walls blue. Like, you don't have to do those things, but it's important to put some color. So if color for you is just adding a pop of green from plants, boom, you got some color in your house. But it was ridiculous. People were spray painting toy Christmas trees 
beige. I just, I just don't understand. Like, it's boring. That's boring to me. And coming from a maximalist, like I love stuff and putting it, but I'm also a neat freak. So it all has to go into a spot. Being a beige person or whatever they want to call them, beige people or a black and white people who just don't like color. It's just not fun to me. I love a good knickknack, you know, because I'm a thrifter. I just love a good cup. I don't know. Everything just has a good pillow, a good throw pillow. Like I just, I just love the color because I couldn't just be a black and be in a black and white life. Like why are all the apartment complexes the same white, gray, boring hole of a place? You know, I want character. Okay. So the next one, I'm almost actually done with this list. I kind of finished faster than I thought I was, but hey, we still have part two. I, I think it just makes more sense to break it up. I feel like this next one, it's not going to be for everybody, definitely. But waking up at 5 a.m. has changed my life. It's not something I do every day. I try to do it majority of the week, you know, not the weekends. But waking up at 5 a.m. makes me feel so productive. I get up at 5 a.m., do my workout, go to work. And when I come home from work, that time is now me time. That time is now time for me to do anything I want to do. That could be watch TV. That can be doing a hobby, do some clay, make some jewelry, go to dance class. Getting up at 5 a.m. and taking that time for myself to get the physical working out off the way, to even sometimes take that mental time for myself to meditate, actually puts less pressure on myself the rest of the day because me I'm the kind of person if I work out in the evening I'm thinking about it all day and then let's say I'm just tired had a horrible day at work and then I don't work out I'm guilty and I feel shameful I feel like guilt and I put myself into a horrible mood so getting up at 5 a.m I will say or whatever time works best for you I would just say getting up early before work and get a lot of the things that you need to get done like that are for yourself Get it done in the morning because if you have to wait until the evening or think about it all day, nine times out of ten, you're not going to get it done. And I'm talking to myself, majority, that just works for me. If my boyfriend started getting up with me at 5 a.m. and he enjoys it, even sometimes when I don't want to get up and that's not a workout day for me or a day that I plan to get up early, he'll still get up without me because that's just something that he has adapted as well and actually it actually works better for him. So for him, like he's a gamer but works in the evening, so if he gets up and works out, and then he can have time to do whatever he wants to do, do his hobbies, and then go to work, and then boom. So I just say it's really been something that helps me. And the last one for this episode, because, you know, we have the rest. It's okay to be bad at something. It's okay to be a starter, beginner, however you want to say it. But, like, just start. Like, when I was starting the podcast, I probably sounded horrible. I, I probably even now, getting back into it, you know, don't sound, like, pretty how I was, I would say, you know, seasoned, but you don't have to be a perfectionist. I feel like we all kind of have that fear of failure. We all have that fear of like, oh, if I start this now, what if I, what if I don't finish it? Or what if I suck? Or what if it's just not for me? So literally who's going to whoop you? Who's going to pop you? <laughs> who's going to whoop you? Because like, just because you started this, this hobby or you started sewing and you're like, fuck this, this is not for me. Who's going to, who's going to pop you? nobody so it's kind of like if you think about it in that way like the fear of failure really kind of just kind of like it's there for me too but like I'm starting to kind of like shift my mindset in a way of saying like who cares nobody cares that much like you are the you're your biggest critic nobody's gonna care that much but you so 
start that project, start anything you're supposed to do. Like me, I, I'm jumping out of my, I'm just jumping out of my comfort zone, even with content. Like I just post stuff that I would used to only post my private story because like, I guess I was, again, the fear of being perceived. I didn't want anybody to think like, she's crazy or why is she dancing or blah, blah, blah. But this is actually, I'm 25, about to be 25. This is who I am. And if you don't like it, you don't have to consume my content and you don't have to follow me. You don't have to be my friend because at this point, I just don't understand faking it with anyone. I'm not going to do it. But that's, I think that's 13. So 12, I don't know, but we'll do the other half next week. So let's go ahead and jump into the Dear Daria. Dear Diary, I just feel like we as humans kind of just make everything so complicated and it kind of sucks because then it makes life feel like it's so hard and life shouldn't be hard. We literally are supposed to be on this earth just to love and eat and sleep and just be, but no, we have to be like work. Money is so a huge thing. Like, why can't we just live life? But hey, this is America. <laughs> but I all that to say that, you know, turning 25, you know, quarter life, what? Like, sometimes, you know, I feel stuck or sometimes I feel like, am I doing enough? Or, you know, is this the right thing for me? Different things I'm doing. But at the same time, I'm like, girl, relax. You're 25, you have so much time to change and pivot and do whatever you want to do, even if you're 30. Some people don't find their career until they're 45. So I've just been trying to think of things like that in that perspective that, hey, relax. Relax. And wow, I'm really turning 25 this week. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, wow. 25. I I honestly don't know how I feel yet. Like, I, it's it really hasn't hit me yet. I don't think it's really going to hit me until my birthday. And I'm like, whoa. Like, it's weird because now I'm the pe I'm old, considered old, but I don't, I'm not old, but to others, 25 is like a fucking grandma or something, but I don't know. I just, it's just weird, but I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for this new chapter in my life. I'm ready to actually just continue to grow and learn lessons and just, you know, continue to be authentically myself and continue to grow and learn and try and travel traveling is what i'm trying to get into but it'll be you know it's coming so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i definitely you know just want to say thank you again to just watching and showing up for me um it really makes me feel good you know to see that you know i have some supporters and you know it just makes me makes it easier to get up and continue to do this um it's just something that i truly love and truly want to do but if you want to wish me happy birthday my birthday is january 26th and i am an aquarius so i just really am happy that you know god has blessed me with another year on this earth and I'm just like, wow, you know, I, I can only go up from here. So I will see you guys next week for part two. Bye.